Hello, hello. You're listening to episode six of Luggage and Little Ones, the podcast. Hello, hello. Today I'll be chatting with Karen, who spent 48 hours flying with her 18-month-old through three countries. And we're going to be talking all about things to do with flying. So hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, I'm I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Glad to hear it. Okay, okay so I want to get right into it. So you moved from South Africa to Saskatoon. Yes, from Cape when... Town, lovely by the seaside to landlocked yeah. Saskatoon in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, I'm so curious. Why did you make the big move? So the company that I work for is based here in Saskatoon, um, okay. but I, yeah, I actually sought work in Canada because uh, my son was born in the middle of the pandemic in lockdown in South Africa, oh. and uh, yeah, the the political situation, economic mm. climate in South Africa, it's all kind of been trending downwards and, yeah um you know things will probably still be fine in my lifetime probably even my son's lifetime but not necessarily in his kid's lifetime so right I'm leaving my family so that one day my little boy won't leave me <laughs> you better stay here <laughs> right I came to a town with a university and everything where do you want to go yeah exactly. I, kid. I, I kid obviously but you know my leaving my parents behind sucked a lot uh working, yeah. working in South Africa my mother used to watch my son for me during the day and I was working from an office in her home so I was with him 24 7 from mm-hmm. birth until 18 months old and then we moved <laughs> wow that's a major change that that it certainly was wow and then the weather too look everyone warned me about the winter <laughs> and everyone said you know it's going to be cute it's going to be novel for like and then you're going to be over it and I'm yeah. not, I'm not lying. I I love this. This is my really? vibe. I am one hundred percent here for this. Some of my favorite memories is the time I spent in Iceland. So it's not like I'm completely unfamiliar with yeah. the frosty goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I will say I wouldn't voluntarily spend more than a half hour in minus forty plus wind chill. But yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. hate it here. I, I love the weather. It's so pretty. It's so festive when everything sparkles and everything's so quiet. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your big trip and flying. And I want to know, like, I want to start with um, kind of like your packing situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So because we were coming over as temporary residents and not just for a vacation, we mm-hmm. deliberately chose to book our flights with an airline that allowed each of us two bags of 23 kgs each, mm-hmm. uh, which meant that as two adults, uh, because 
how rude our 18-month-old refused to carry his own luggage. (laughs) Um, We as two adults were lugging around six suitcases that each weighed in excess of 20 kilos. Wow. Uh, Yeah, we we had to do some last-minute rearranging of the items we'd packed at the airport because one bag weighed over 30 kgs and one only Uh, weighed like 15 and we had to you know, try and split it out. Yeah. And, you know, we were, we were trying not to put all of, you know, my things in one suitcase and all of my husband's in another, just in case they lost one. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, they were delayed. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, uh, packing, packing was interesting. I've never considered myself a minimalist. I'm a, I'm a bit of a maximalist. I, (laughs) I like a lot of stuff. I collect knickknacks and I'm very sentimental. So ticket stubs and everything that, you know, the litter that collects at the bottom of your purse, those things mean something to me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, never considered myself a minimalist. But when you I really had to start like paring down our entire lives into six suitcases. It's yeah. It's quite liberating, I won't lie, which is not to say we haven't accumulated a ton of crap on this end already. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that that was an experience in and of itself. I packed over about, I think, three weeks. And at one point we were just living uh, for that last week in the clothes that we knew we were leaving behind. Because I was like, I'm not trekking dirty clothing through three countries and I'm not gonna have time to do another load of laundry so if you you know if if you want to wear it this week it's not coming with us (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh my goodness (laughs) um so wait so the the six suitcases you brought over that's all you had like you didn't get anything else shipped from there to here nope (laughs) wow yeah. yeah, that's a that's a big decision of like, okay, what am I taking and what am I leaving behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my, oh my goodness. Yeah, my husband and I both kind of decided that, just given the fact that, especially with COVID delays, you have no idea how long things are gonna take to get yeah. to the other side of the world these days. Mm-hmm. It made more sense for us to to sell things yeah. there and then figure it out when we get here. We yeah. were very lucky a furnished condo through a work connection so yeah uh, yeah we we didn't have to you know eat off cardboard tables which (laughs) helped helped us to feel at home quickly you know yeah yeah definitely wow that's so crazy okay so let's talk about like the whole trip yeah so I will say when I'm talking about the six bags that was just like our hold luggage so on top of that, yeah. we still had our like hand luggage allowance, which was three of us. Plus, mm-hmm. we had his uh, collapsible stroller, um, and we had our diaper bag as well. Yeah. So we arrived at the airport, majorly overburdened, looking like pack mules. <laughs> and I, I will say, I splurged and got one of those little like ride-along suitcases yeah uh, for my son's name is Khalil for Khalil's hand luggage mm-hmm. and um zero out of ten would not recommend really yeah 
I know I know that is so controversial to say, but unless your kid is like over four and it's a shorter distance trip, I hated that bag with really? passion. Oh my because, gosh. Because the wheelbase is so narrow, it falls over all the time. Oh, Oh, and no. pulling it just by that flimsy <laughs> little strap, it keeps just turning itself over. It doesn't seal very well because there's just one clip at the top. So you can really put very few items in it if you still want it to close properly. Oh. Yeah. And honestly, with like the new sites and surroundings and so many people and like, my, my kid is a real social butterfly. He was not interested in riding his suitcase. He just wanted to <laughs> run around and meet people, you know? Yeah. Waving mm-hmm. at everyone, talking to everyone, looking out the windows at the big planes. It was a massive waste of money, honestly. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them and I wondered. Right? Yeah. And I, I read mm-hmm. all these super positive reviews. And I like I say, I can imagine that like maybe if you're just going on like a short vacation yeah. and you can pack, you know, like a, your kid's change of clothes, a spare diaper or two in there just, you know, yeah. for emergencies. And maybe like I say, if your kid's a bit older and can use it a little more independently, mm-hmm. sure. Maybe that'll work for you. It did not work for me. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Especially, I will say, with the the local flights. So we flew first from Cape Town to Doha, Qatar, and then from Doha to Montreal. So Montreal was our first port of entry to Canada. Mm-hmm. And then we overnighted there before flying from Montreal to... It was the weirdest thing to me. In South mm-hmm. Africa, if you take a local flight... in my experience I've never had a flight stop somewhere for some passengers to get off and others to get on but you just sit on the flight and wait like a bus stop and then get on and go again but we flew yeah Montreal Regina sat on the tarmac in Regina for 30 minutes while some people swapped around okay and then then Regina Saskatoon and again that little wheelie bag in the end I turned it through 90 degrees and used like a bungee cord kind of thing to strap it to my own suitcase to try and pull it down the aisles but then you know how tiny those little sardine can regional flights are yeah so then diagonally this suitcase was too big to fit down the aisle <gasps> so cue me with Khalil in one arm yanking the suitcase, banging every possible seat on the way down. And of course, we're sitting in like the third to last row. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was an experience for sure. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so did you, did your little guy get did you get a seat for him because if he's under two most airlines allow you to lap seats yes right so we considered it originally Mm -hmm. as a a cost-saving measure as I'm sure most people do because flights are not cheap um Mm -hmm. but because we were spending a total I think it was 25 hours in the air never mind 48 hours traveling Mm -hmm. we thought you know what, we're going to need a little extra space. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then because we wanted the baggage allowance of two times 23 kgs, 
we had to buy him a seat. He, he got a reduced allowance if we flew with him as a lap infant. So we uh, did end up buying him his own seat. Yeah. And honestly, wow, it was, it was honestly a game changer. So we ended mm-hmm. up traveling with an airline compliant car seat for him. Okay. Yeah. And I swear that is the only reason that he, he predominantly slept through our, our first flight was an overnight red eye. Okay. Uh, but even even through the daytime flights, he napped, he watched Sing 2 on the little mm-hmm. infotainment center. Um, and yeah, the, the car seat made a massive difference. I can just imagine that if we hadn't bought a seat for him and hadn't had his car seat there, I would have been pacing aisles with him, screaming, him trying to get comfortable, trying to sleep. But because we could just put him in his car seat, we reclined it as far back as it would go. And mm-hmm. he's always been one to fall asleep in the car if we're driving. So yeah. we literally just wiggled his car seat like he was in a little baby earthquake until he fell asleep. <laughs> and that worked for us. So, wow. yeah. Oh, wow. Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So what what did your layovers look like between and how long were each was each flight about? Okay, so the first flight, um, and I will say we flew with Qatar Airways, which I would 100% recommend for mm-hmm. anyone who's traveling with kids. Yeah. Their, their onboard amenities for children are so sweet. Khalil still loves, he got a little stuffy of their little camel mascot and he absolutely loves it. His name is Camille the Camel. Aww. Uh, their, their meals, their kiddies' meals, if they're aware that you're booking a child ticket, come in like these little lunch boxes with the characters on it and you get to keep them and it's really sweet he carries it around here at home with all his little tools in it and he calls it his suitcase oh that's so awesome yeah no and the flight attendants as well were just super super sweet with him they bring him extra snacks and juice um so yeah definitely would recommend flying with them it was my first time flying with them and it was it was great boarding was always on time oh and yes, I was that annoying person that went to the front of every line and said, I'm traveling with an 18 month old. May we skip the queue? The answer yep. was never no. So, yeah. you know, if, if you don't ask. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then as well, uh, you know, when you go through security, they won't let you take those little like baggage carousel trolleys through anymore. Okay, yeah. We kept asking for a wheelchair once we got to the other side of security to put his car seat on. And then we stacked things on there. And yeah, they they always provided a wheelchair. So pro tip, if you are traveling with a car seat and you don't have a car seat bag on wheels, request a wheelchair. If you request it in advance, they will provide one for you. And it made getting through the airport, lugging all the hand luggage and Khalil that much easier. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah, that was not your question, though. Sorry. No, I, no, sorry. No, keep going. A little, little tangential. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our first flight was from Cape Town International to uh, Qatar, to Doha. And that departed at, I want to say, about 8 o'clock at night. And that initial flight was 13 hours. Okay. Um, overnight and I will say Khalil slept for about eight of the 13 hours um, 
which is not to say that we took advantage of the opportunity to sleep because mm-hmm. which adult can comfortably sleep on an airplane uh, if they're not yeah. flying business mm-hmm. on my bucket list one day you know when, <laughs> yeah, I'm, rich, when I'm rich and famous <laughs> yeah um yeah so that first flight was about 13 hours then we had a four-hour layover in the airport in Doha before our next flight which was Doha to Montreal which was I want to say about nine or ten hours and that was then during the day okay yeah and then it was once we got to Montreal that we had to collect our baggage because we obviously had to go through customs and immigration in Montreal because it was our first port of entry Mm -hmm. Uh, so we had to collect all those glorious six bags <laughs> in Montreal and go through immigration uh, and go through customs and everything and then we decided that there was no way we could try and do the additional I think it was like three or four hours from Montreal to Saskatoon in the same day so yeah. we we booked the in-terminal uh, in Montreal there's an in-terminal I think it's a Marriott hotel Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah we we booked we booked a room in the in the interminal hotel yeah for that night we arrived that evening at about five o'clock okay and I think we were in our room by about 8 p.m and I won't lie I was so sleep deprived by that point yeah and I I am by nature quite uh quite an anxious quite an anxious little human being (laughs) and uh, I was I was sick to my stomach at that point I was just done with travel I was just yeah you know I can imagine oh no I was I was absolutely beat so I think that was honestly our saving grace I wouldn't I I would not have made it if I had to board another flight that day I I would have broken down I would have been that person that ma'am ma'am can you please calm down I'm gonna have to ask you to keep yeah. the plane. <laughs> um yeah no the, the choice to stay in the hotel overnight was um really a saving grace and yeah the the interminal saved us as well we yeah. we didn't quite realize how small our regional flight from Montreal to Saskatoon was gonna be yeah and I was still casually waiting in line at the airport restaurant to collect our takeaway breakfast when I realized we were the last people that were still supposed to board this flight oh no (laughs) yeah uh it, it was it was very empty and it was really I think if that plane could have seated 100 people that was a lot like it was one of those tiny 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 little ones um (laughs) but yeah no it it worked out that last flight Montreal Regina Regina Saskatoon was with Air Canada and because it was just a little regional flight you know during the day no no service or anything unless of course you know Kajita's wears if you have coin but (laughs) uh yeah no it 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 went well until it didn't Uh (laughs) uh you know we we got here to Saskatoon and my lovely bosses who are two of the most caring human beings on the planet honestly they made it feel like home before we even got here they collected us from the airport and you know we'd had a decent night's sleep we were feeling more human Mm-hmm. But my throat was feeling a little scratchy. And I thought, Uh-oh. you know, 
I just spent 25 hours in a sardine can. It's probably just airplane throat, you know. I don't know about you, but my sinuses always get so yes. dry and so mm-hmm. sore on airplanes. Yeah. It's oh, probably yeah. that, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> we got COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first two weeks of life in our new home was spent oh. under lock and key we had to have food delivered we had to have groceries brought to us it was also the first time uh any of us had had covid we'd managed to avoid yeah. it until may 2022 wow but like That's i said impressive. i said to my husband before we left like we have to resign ourselves to the fact that there's no way we can cross paths with and share recirculated air with a couple of thousand people and not get it there's yeah you know the the odds are just not in our favor Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah so that was that was a twist I will say that made me incredibly grateful for the fact that our first international trip was not on a holiday can you imagine paying for a holiday and spending the entire time in your hotel room like yeah eek. yeah <laughs> so from from that perspective there was something to be grateful for but it yeah it did take the wind out of our sails a little when we arrived and yeah. then of course because we were flying Montreal to Regina Regina to Saskatoon on this teeny tiny rinky dink airplane somehow yeah. they sent our bags to Toronto <laughs> What? <laughs> so we arrived in Saskatoon and our suitcases arrived at Pearson. <laughs> oh no, all six of those bags? All six of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now thankfully I had a previous travel experience where my luggage uh, got lost and mm-hmm. I, I had to live about three days uh, including Christmas Eve without my suitcase. Oh. So we, you know, we we packed the essentials for a good week in our hand luggage just to be safe. Yeah. But I kind of feel like the universe knew I did that and so our bags got lost. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, was like, you prepared? Uh... Haha, look what I can do. <laughs> but yeah, our, our bags uh, went to Toronto by mistake. Um, but in in credit to the ground staff at the YXE airport, we had our bags back the next day. So oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, right. I was I was quite grateful for that. It was better than they did, like I say, when they lost my bags over the festive season in Amsterdam in 2017. So could yeah. have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I guess you got really familiar with your new homes, like the actual house, really quick. Oh, yes. (laughs) Every every nook and cranny. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, So what would you say would be like your top tips for flying with little ones? I know you mentioned a few, but what would your other top tips be? Hmm. yeah so like I like I said definitely cut the line because I I have been that person who glowered at people who cut the line 
And now I'm just like, I apologize, ma'am. I understand. So <laughs> cut the line. Doesn't matter who glares. You're never going to see them again in your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I say, from my experience, don't get the ride along suitcase. But, you know, that's that's going to differ from person to person. Uh, ask for a wheelchair on the other side of security because it helps so much with having so many things to lug around and then ooh, please don't be like me and forget to download your kid's favorite Netflix series while you still have (laughs) Wi-Fi I was so prepared I had his tablet I was like we're gonna crush this completely forgot to download Paw Patrol oh no (laughs) (laughs) thankfully like I say with the overnight flight he slept the vast majority of it and then he was thankfully enamored with Sing 2 and Pets the wonderful life of pets or the Mm. secret life of pets what's that one called yeah Yeah. secret life of pets yeah thank you that's the one yes (laughs) he he was thankfully very taken with those so those held his attention but I I still feel like I could have avoided quite a few you know little niggles along the way had I remembered to download Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also purchased him because I I don't know about you, but I find those airline earphones really uncomfortable. Yeah. So we purchased uh they're called cozy phones. Okay. For myself and for Khalil before the flight. Um, the kids cozy phones are adorable they come in characters he has Marshall from Paw Patrol and it's like a soft headband with the the little speaker in the soft headband so there's nothing in the ear there's nothing that can fall off your head my favorite thing to do with it is lie down and watch series or listen to a podcast because I can't do that with my earbuds in but I can with the cozy phones (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, so those those were really, really comfortable. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I think those mm. those would be my, my top tips. Also, no matter how scared you are of getting food poisoning from an airline flight, never order the vegan meal. Oh. <laughs> Don't do it because you're going to see what your neighbor got and you're going to be jealous. I actually ordered we went on a flight um what three or four weeks ago now we went we just came back from Disneyland and I got the vegan meal because there was like nothing else good I probably only ate half of it right yeah I I was like I don't want to risk so we don't eat pork personally so we were like you know we don't want to risk uh, you know, getting food poisoning when we have 48 hours to travel, blah, 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 blah. But like, I've learned the whenever you can just specify lacto ovo vegetarian, that way, you still get their little, <laughs> you know, little pudding cup at the end, and you still get cheese <laughs> on your croissant instead of a dry, flaky mess. <laughs> uh, that that that's been my experience. That vegan, yeah, v- vegan airplane food is possibly the worst kind of airplane food you can have. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Any like uh food tips, snack tips, eating tips, anything like that? Like what kinds of things did you guys do for food? So I packed a lot of protein bars, um, like little seed and nut bars. Khalil Mm. really likes 
anything that comes pre-packaged that he can open and hold by himself. Uh, so yeah. I packed, you know, uh, some some of those like dried fruit bars, like the Sunripe ones. Um, yeah. I also believe I packed, I believe I packed some fruit pouches for him that he did not end up eating. I did. He uh, was okay. not interested. So I ate them. Uh, yeah. I will say I overpacked snacks. I underestimated what they would have available on the flight. And, okay. and just the novelty of it. You know, I packed all these snacks for Khalil, especially because I was like, I don't know if the airline is going to cater to someone, you know, his yeah. age, you know, with like safe foods and, the, and so on. But he was so enamored with what we were eating that a lot of the time he just shared with us. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the snacks went unconsumed. I do wish I packed more savories, though. Because it was things like, you know, granola bars and dried fruit, a lot of it was sweet. And I I didn't really pack anything that satisfied that salty craving. Mm, So next time, next time I will definitely make an effort to pack more savory snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see if there's any other questions that anybody else had. Um... What kinds of things did you do, like, during your layovers? I guess you didn't have much for, like, layovers besides that, this, the one where you went into the hotel. Yeah, so the other one was only about four hours. And mm-hmm. we ended up uh, on a flight with, because of the time of year that we came back, we ended up on a flight with a lot of international university students who are coming Mm -hmm. to study either in Regina or here in Saskatoon. And they were absolutely besotted with my kid. So I very luckily got (laughs) to sit back and let these, you know, older teens play with my kid. Yeah, they they helped me a lot. (laughs) Shout out to you guys wherever you are. (laughs) You you have a lot of fun. Yeah, he had a lot of fun playing pe- peekaboo with his makeshift babysitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just find other people who like gawk at your kid and be like, "Here, babysit them for a bit." Yeah, kind of. <laughs> that's the tip. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that's that's it. That, that's the wisdom. <laughs> find someone who looks like they're still enjoying <laughs> playing peekaboo and just use them shamelessly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, it, uh, it it was great. We did we did also come across a lot of other parents traveling with kids, and so the kids also just spent a lot of time chasing each other around. At one point, they turned a row of airport chairs into a train. They had a blast. Oh, that's so fun! That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I console oh. myself that an airport past international security is probably one of the safer places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, he as long as he was, you know, within sight, I I pretty much let him do his thing. I will say that the airport in Montreal also had the cutest little kids play area right outside our boarding gate, which was amazing. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That was like it was something I'd never seen before. Um I don't think I've ever seen a children's play area outside a boarding gate in any of the countries I've been to, and I've been to a fair amount. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Um, what did it look like? Like, I've been to the Montreal airport, but 
it's been years <laughs> and um, this is before kids yes that well that's the other thing right I say oh I've never <laughs> seen it I mean I might have but I didn't notice <laughs> you don't care if you don't have kids right so. um yeah. so they had a little setup uh it was sort of triangular boards and then there's like sort of three sides and compartments and then each mm-hmm. side they, they were like really intricate busy boards and each side oh, you could cool. do different things yeah okay yeah and then there was also oh. I can't remember what the shape was but there was some like shaped sort of little play structure thing on the floor really low down you know okay. not even knee height but it was plastic mm-hmm. and colorful therefore children loved it <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so nice. Yeah. 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 Those things are so great for entertaining kids. Yeah. Anywhere where he could burn a little extra energy before having to Mm -hmm. sit down for another four and a half hours. Because after the the first two flights, he was still fine. You know, he didn't Mm -hmm. cry when he boarded. But when he realized we had to get on a plane again for the third time (laughs) in 36 hours. Yeah. He was not psyched. (laughs) yeah I don't blame him yeah, and it was all I could do to say I know baby mommy's not psyched either but we have to there's no turning back now <laughs> yeah oh my goodness um is there anything else you wanted to add oh no I, I feel like I've uh I've taken you on enough tangents <laughs> well that was great um yeah we I think we got through everything and yeah that was yeah awesome so thank you well thanks if so it, much for if it can for, help uh, one other person attempting to do what seems like this impossible task <laughs> you will survive it might not be pretty but you'll survive <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so thanks for coming on and thanks for giving all of your tips Well, thanks for having me. It's been a blast. (laughs) All right. Bye. If you loved this episode, I would be so appreciative if you took just two minutes of your time to rate and review the podcast. It is so important. Also, don't forget to check me out on Instagram at luggage.end dot little ones and join my facebook group family travel trip reports and travel ideas subscribe so you never miss an episode and i'll be back next week with more family travel bye